broadcasting on the BBC to all points unknown. If you're within the sound of my voice, you're listening to Welcome Home Podcast on the BBC. Hello and welcome home. Thank you for joining us on episode 36 of Welcome Home, a Disney Parks and Vacation Club podcast. I'm Trevor. I'm here with Damon this week. We have no Tom, but uh, I think we I kicked think, Tom out or no? Yeah. No, no. Well, actually, so so actually, what happened was, um, uh, yeah, Tom was busy. But this is going to be the episode where we actually plan how we're going to get Tom on Space Mountain. So I think that's a good <laughs> yeah, way to spend the next hour. <laughs> there we go. That would be a good hour. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, seriously. Um, yeah, we got a lot of good stuff lined up for you guys today. Um, we're actually going to start with some of our uh, reader emails. So um, I just want to start by saying we've had a lot of really awesome emails from you guys. We love that you guys are, are reaching out to us and contacting us. Um, we love the questions. We love the comments and the feedback and all that stuff. So for everyone that, that's emailed us lately, um, super appreciative of it. And keep it coming because uh, I think I think we're all enjoying the stuff. Um, now, though, I think we have a couple of uh, emails we wanted to go through here, just visit, going back on the um, uh, owner's, owner's locker. locker. Yeah. yeah, so... I mean, that's good, because we, go yeah, we didn't really know a lot, right? So, I mean, a lot of the things that we were talking about were based on things that we personally thought, not things that, you know, I mean, we don't we don't use it. So, this is good. So, what we're going to do is we have one, two, three things that we're going to read, and we're going to read them all, because then we want to discuss them, so... Let's get through the first one, which is from Laura, and uh, Laura says to us, figured I'd add my two cents as I found myself arguing with the radio as you were talking about the owner's locker. We have one, and guess <laughs> We drive in addition to flying and still find value. But we have the smiley emoji after that, so everything's all good. Uh, the DVC special is pretty darn good when I signed up, so that helps value. We usually fly once a year and drive four to five times a year, which, man, that would be great if that was me. We occasionally yeah, okay. stay off property, too, and owner's locker is some great off-property delivery. You keep comparing Walmart costs, wherever these are full quantities. No one wants to buy a box full of Ziplocs. Okay, I mean, maybe I do. You don't know what I might need Ziplocs for. Coffee filters, laundry detergent, etc. I have about five to ten of everything I ever need in the locker. That keeps me from dropping a bunch of money there to end up with a ton of extra stuff I need to pack home or throw away. Plus, you have, have you been to the Walmart on 192? All right, I'll agree with that a little bit. All right, we went <laughs> last week for a recent stay and it was a zoo. I'd rather pay $100 not to do that again. Again, smiley face because, yeah, okay, we might be there with you. We're a family of five, so when we stayed at the one bedroom and boardwalk in May, we had our blow-up mattress and bedding for my son since there was <clears throat> there's only bedding for four at boardwalk one bedroom i keep extra beach towels and a thin blanket which comes in so handy we usually fly once a year and do short trips driving it's still a good value i don't have to remember the little stuff i always forget like moleskin or nail clippers the website has a place for to record inventory of what you have plus it actually saves us the space in the car since we're a family of five we pack a lot and having the locker keeps odd stuff that we take that would take up space in the car we have just enough space to keep. Oh, I'm tired. We have to, to space to keep the third row in our SUV partially intact, giving the kids some space. Again, I would spend the delivery fee five times over. Shh, don't tell owners locker that to give some room and not have three kids sitting in one row fighting over space. All right, so that's our first one. But we're gonna again yeah. read them all, so, so then we can discuss them. Yeah. So here's the next one. So we got uh, Shannon here. Uh, Shannon wrote in. Uh, we've got owners locker. Sorry, we got the owners locker last year and absolutely love it. My husband, like you, didn't see the value, but he quickly changed his tune. We go to Disney two to three times a year, and we we were driving 3.5 hours a day. 
could we save money by bringing these items every time we go? Probably, but I think you're missing the true value of the owner's locker, time and convenience. In our owner's locker, we keep all our toiletries, shampoo, conditioner, toothpaste, etc. so that so every time we go, we don't have to worry about any of these things. That's, that's actually a good point. We're always shopping for those things every time we go, so I, I can see that. Um, I also have a good hair dryer and straightener in there. Again, not having to worry about remembering these things every time we go. Uh, we also have things for the kitchen, like coffee filters, uh, coffee mugs for when we're in the studio, etc. Um, stuff for our toddlers, such as toys, his crib aquarium for nighttime, crayons, uh, etc. Since since he hasn't seen these toys for a few months, they're new to him. So yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, smaller children, I guess is a bit of a different story too. I didn't, uh, again, th this is great. We haven't thought about any of these things when we were talking about it. Um, we also keep ponchos and compact umbrellas in there as well. Uh, the container is large. Well, it's large enough. After our first visit, it was about half full and we had added and taken away things each time we go. And now it's fully packed. Packing is much easier because we really only have to worry about our clothes and that's it. To me, it's worth every penny. Plus, I have the products I like and are used to without having to remember, did I pack that? So a lot of good points in that one as well. And I think we got one more here, right, Damon? Okay, yes. All yeah. right, Caitlin. So Caitlin says, just listen to episode 35 and want to offer my take on the owner's locker. Basically, I am in love with the service. It makes my Disney life so much more peaceful, and I think it really makes DVC feel more like home for us. I can admit that's probably not for everyone. Some of the reasons that it works for us are we went to Disney World last year. Oh, a lot last year, seven times on one annual pass. Again, I'm jealous. And so we do a lot of we do the locker plan with the unlimited deliveries. We fly down and usually don't rent a car. We have a toddler. Toddlers require more stuff than adults agreed, you know, like diapers, pool toys, bubble wands. Again, that's another good thing if you actually, well, I'm not going to even start. All right. We f <laughs> so I thrive on being prepared. If I need, you know, something that I don't have it, it bothers me. I hate waste. Again, throwing away. Gotcha. We usually stay in studios, which have less equipment supplied in the kitchen. And well, I'm just not all that concerned with expiration dates. Okay. <laughs> I like that. We often fly southwest, so when we do, we'll have one of our free check bags be a cardboard box of things to restock the locker with whatever ran out last time. Magical Express means we only have to get the box <clears throat> we only have to get the box to the airport and then it'll be delivered to our room. Some things that we like to keep in there are okay, let's be real quick about this. Diapers and stuff, bubble wands and stuff. Red Bull, okay, that's her coffee. She said, don't judge. All right, no, not judging. That's it, that's Mi fair. <laughs> mini bottles, those little cartons of wine, again, all great things. Shelf-stable snack food, great. Sunscreen, gotcha, laundry detergent, you know, all that stuff, and batteries. Okay, first aid supplies. I'm on board with that one and over-the-counter meds. All right, so that's kind of what we have there. So now I guess we can, can talk about it a little bit. Yeah, so, so one of the themes I'm seeing a lot here is that um, it definitely does make a lot of sense if you do have younger kids because um yeah being that my kids are older i don't i kind of forgot about all these things and i guess i'm sorry to our listeners is that you know having an older kid i we do travel a lot lighter so i mean your kid's yeah. not all that old i mean <laughs> but, but old enough end, that yeah we're not carrying the cribs and see for like you that. you didn't go like i went through these times right like right. i was already dvc when i had I mean, my daughter's eight, right? Like, I think I've been more than five years. I don't even remember. But so let's call her. No, actually, you know what? We think we were still DVC when she was a baby. So I went through this. So I'm going to go through myself and talk about what I think. And, and just interrupt me, Trevor, when you feel yep. necessary. 
Um, I don't mind buying full quantities because I bring them home. I don't know how anyone else ever feels when they come to their house uh, after they've been vacationing, but I always find I don't have things that I wish I had, you know, extra snack food, Ziplocs, laundry detergent. So I don't mind that, right? I mean, for me, I don't mind. And and here's the thing. I get what she's saying about Walmart, and and I can really only speak for myself. Our trip is about 10 hours now, a 10 and a half, something like that. I don't mind packing the stuff because, again, I just bring it home and then I have it when I'm home. It's not like I'm not going home. We have five people in our family as well. uh, But having a minivan over an SUV, I think, is killer because we also have an SUV, right? And we had to travel once down there with it. And and then I start to understand. Having the minivan, I don't really worry about that stuff. Now, the thing, though, that Laura says that I will agree with what I think is great is, you know, she says she had the blow-up mattress and bedding for her son. Man, I wish I thought of that because we used to bring down a cot with bedding and pillows And it was tough. I also feel like we're super packers. I'm not disrespecting any of our listeners, but we're like super packers. And we also have the thing on top of the car. So we used to bring our strollers with us too. So I could see, you know, well, us I'll- having extra space because we have the, the minivan as well as the car carrier on top when the kids were little. Now, we don't have to take the car carrier now because the kids are older. So, eh, okay, I'll give her that. So, And I'll say this too is that like – yeah, being a super packer is definitely a skill. Like I'm, I'm not a great packer, but my okay. wife like plays Tetris with the, the yeah. luggage. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I get that. If if you can pack efficiently, absolutely, you can take a lot more stuff that way. Um, I'm also kind of of the opinion too that I buy things that I dedicate specifically to my trips. So uh, I see. I don't do that. Yeah. So so I I'm always buying things with like you know I I bring it on like three or four trips as long as it's, as long as it's not something that has an, uh, an expiry date to it. Um, so yeah, yeah I, 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 I can see that, that so. point, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I definitely it's... can see that point, but like, I just don't do it. Like, and again, for whatever reason, I, I just, there's never really been a time where we've been like, wow, we don't have enough room because of the, the you know, the extra thing on top of our car and the minivan. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I, I get what she's saying. All right, let's see. So, so Shannon for me, you know, they're driving a little bit shorter and as crazy as it sounds, I feel like if you're driving shorter, it's almost a better idea because you're almost, I don't know why, but if I could get it, right? Like when you're packing, like you're like, oh man, I got this big trip. Right? Yeah. It's like, I yeah. got this big trip I'm doing. Like you kind of pack a little differently than if you didn't have a big trip, right? If it was a shorter trip and I just roll out there, I think I would tend to forget more stuff if it was closer because that's what happens dude we for, i think our last two trips to like closer places you know my wife forgot pajamas my son mm-hmm. forgot pajamas i think one time i forgot underwear and had to go out. like so i get that part of it and i almost think like i said that's maybe even better than people that are coming from super far because you're just planning differently right um yeah, it's, it's it's a lot more casual, right? You you're just yeah. like you said, you just you know, I'm going out there for the weekend, but you know you've got everything, right? It's but it's kind of that same thing as me is making sure that you've got that stuff dedicated. But see, so you yeah. know what I love about what Caitlin said though, mm-hmm. is that you know, she's talking about like the mini Mickey excuse me, mini, the Mickey bubble wands. Man, how awesome <laughs> is that, right? Because I never thought about that. All right, so I have an owner locker. You know, there's gonna be this five year period where like I could buy something for the parade. They use it at the parade, and then it get, comes home and gets broken. There's no doubt about that, right? So yeah, you get it for lost, the parade, yeah. 
or yeah. lost or usually yeah. for us it's broken right so you get this for the parade they go to the parade they fall asleep you kind of like hide it a little bit and then you put it in the owner's locker boom next time you roll there great the other thing that i would agree again caitlin you, you've hit some things that that i definitely had some problems with band-aids man we forgot about band-aids then you don't want to go buy one or like something like that yeah i agree with that um waste wise again for me it's about bringing it home because usually what ends up happening is is that we have two of the gray plastic bins from Walmart that we use specifically just for food and stuff, right? Like those would be those things that we're talking about, the owner's locker, right? Those are our owner's lockers. They just happen to come with us and we have them, they're, they're so perfect for the back of a Honda Odyssey that like they fit and create a little bit of a platform in that back area that allows you then to pack your suitcases on. Like it's absolutely perfect. So. Again, that's how we get through. And then what we do on the way back is that half of it is probably gone, right? Usually that's what happens. We have two of these gray bins. Half of it's gone. The other half's not. So we fill it with like, like let's say, things we bought. And then the half, you know, we kind of stick back with like, hey, we had extra Pop-Tarts. Well, we're going to eat Pop-Tarts when we get home, right? Like, there's no problem with that. So, I listen, it's not for me, I don't believe, Um but I'm not going to say that it's not for everybody, but it's not for me. I have a, you know, I have a game plan. It's my two gray bins. They're, they're labeled Disney, right? They work out extremely well. That's what I do. You know, my wife sometimes talks about lotion or things like that, you know, but she's also, you know, she doesn't need the good hair dryer. but that's just her personally, right? So I get the people that like to have those things, you know, I, yeah, there's things that I like to have. They're just not big enough that needs to, you know, necessitate an owner's locker. But I agree. And there's been times where we've also forgotten nail clippers. You know how horrible it is to forget nail clippers? You don't well, think it's a big deal. It's horrible. Yeah, to find though. them down there sometimes is uh, like, yeah. and, and, and like, and, and like, uh, we also had the point made too, you know, um, the things that you want, right? Like, like, I guess I could go buy things like band-aids and nail clippers, but I do, it sounds crazy, but you are kind of picky about that kind of stuff, right? Like you're used to having your own. I like certain kinds of stuff, yeah. and you're right. You might not exactly. find them there. And you especially have a different time. I and mean, it might work better for you, right? Because there's stuff you just can't get in the States, but you could still bring over the border. And and that's absolutely a, a good valid point too is that, yeah, there is a lot of stuff that, that – um, it, it's the same stuff we – like I can buy the same thing in the States, but – um, in Canada, there's different brands of it, and it it does things feel and behave differently. So, um, yeah, I I could see myself using that if I was going down there more than I was because we're only going once a year. That's um, the thing. Yeah. yeah, we're we're planning it as that big trip, right? So we're yeah we're in that mode of you know we're thinking about our packing and we're making sure we've got everything well, in our suitcase, and we are bringing stuff home too. But like I said, we're it, it's not it's just not quite enough for me that I can justify leaving the stuff down there yet. Well, and, here, and here's another thing too, which I find interesting. Again, I'm going to go back to Caitlin's. I think that she made some great points, right? So she went seven times on one annual pass and she talked about diapers, right? Mm-hmm. I get it. So here's the thing though. If you're going seven times a year, you kind of know what size diapers you're going to be packing. And you know, next time that you go, okay, maybe you'll use the same size diaper twice. And then the next time you go, you got to swap those out or this... You go yeah. once a year, I have no idea what my kid went from, you know, three to four. Or, oh, gosh, no, hold on. From like, you know, one to two diaper wise. I don't know what, you, you know, you just don't know. So am I going to pack it up with diapers I'm not even going to use because I'm only going once a year? That's, again, another problem. So I, I can see it both ways. Like I said, it's just it's a matter of how often you go. But after reading what people have said, 
My take on it is the following. I think it's really good for a lot of people. Those people would be, you know, and again, this is my personal opinion, is somebody traveling from out of the country, especially if they want to keep stuff that they like. Someone that's a little bit closer than I am, and as well, you know, because they're closer, they probably go more times per year. I think that's really what it's about um, for me. And and yeah, kind of, kind of what you said earlier about the game plan, um, it, it really does come down to how you choose to do your Disney game plan, right? Because... Yeah. Because yeah, everybody does it differently. But um, I, I, I'm of the opinion as well. I feel this is something that you could definitely work into a game plan as long as you, as long as you know you're going to be down there enough that that having that owner's locker there is going to be a value. And, and again, I guess we keep thinking about the consumable stuff too. Is you know, we had um, these three emails. They mentioned a lot of things like, like you know, coffee supplies. Um, I don't like, drink coffee, so for like, me that's tough. Yeah, but but yeah, it's it's like. Like small appliance level type stuff, like also things that they don't necessarily stock in the the rooms that you well, want to and have. She, and she made a so, point about yeah. the studio, right? Because the studio yeah. is a different ball game. So if you're gonna see, you know, your value of using the studio, but having an owner's locker and then bring those things that they don't put in there, I see that making sense as well, right? Like I get that. I'm in a one bedroom all the time. So again, it changes a little bit of what you're, you know, kind of doing. Again. I, I get everyone's point. There's no doubt about that. And actually, it's funny. The one-bedroom boardwalk, I mean, my daughter slept in the closet, right, on the pillows yeah. <laughs> from the – she slept in the closet from the pillows from the couch. Um, that's just us doing Disney. But, you know, there's pickier kids than my daughter. My son probably wouldn't have allowed us to do such a thing. So I you get – brought you know, the mattress. <laughs> yeah, and we had a blow-up yeah. mattress once, a Thomas the Train one, and we used to take it everywhere. So I could see leaving something like that there. Again, it's also about – Every year is different than every couple months. So that for me is where, like I said, I just wouldn't leave stuff. And I, I care about expiration dates. I'm sorry. I do a little bit. Like, I don't want a stale Pop-Tart. That's just me. <laughs> I Well, I, I guess I, I feel there's some things that have expiration dates that, like, I mean, sunscreen, I'm not super picky about it oh but, wow yeah, i see and that's one that i'm super picky about because oh, okay well i mean like within like a month like if it if if you know it's like the beginning of the season and i found i had some sunscreen from before and i use it and i go okay i'll go buy some new stuff like tomorrow or whatever like i'm not but i'm okay, not okay like, that's not us all right that's like my sunscreen has to be legit it's got to be good like i'll throw away old sunscreen so again like that maybe that's these are reasons why it doesn't work for me and i think about things like like crayons like dude i'm gonna find crayons at disney for free i don't know about anyone else like I, i'm gonna just keep stacking them in my pocket from every restaurant we go to um that's that's just me though there, there's some things on here that i would say again coffee filters uh, my wife gets caught you know what i mean like i'm not worried about things like that i mean aren't there aren't there keurig machines in there anyway now no no uh it's just a standard coffee maker and, and honestly i mean so staying in a studio, um, the the last time we were there, um, there's a toaster and a coffee maker. We use the toaster. I I don't drink coffee either. So, um, but as far as coffee makers went, it was pretty basic. So again, if if that's something that you're really passionate about, I can okay. see why you would want to have you know better coffee, better filters, better coffee maker even. And mm. same thing with the toasters. If if you know you're using enough, like we we were using the toaster and we kind of just dealt with it. Okay, but. I think if I was there more often, I would actually justify, you know, having my own toaster. Like if, you know, you had a box where you could keep that stuff and then, you know, you just pop it out, you use your toaster for, you know, the 
four or five days you're there and then throw it back in the box. Why not? Right. I just don't, there's nothing I care that much about that. I couldn't do without. Yeah. But, but again, it's, you know, everybody has their preferences and their things that they get hung up on. So, I mean, I mean, if there was refrigerator, if there was like refrigerated on our lockers, and they could like you know freeze dry my milk for the year like that would be the best because <laughs> that's the one thing that I have a problem with. So what's interesting enough is that so this time around, what we did, uh, which was interesting, I, I bought I, I told I think I talked about this. I bought these crazy um, sort of ice packs from Amazon. Mm-hmm. They're like the ones that you don't even like get pre filled. Like you got to fill them and like make them when you get them at your house. They were so awesome that we actually brought milk with us last time which we normally don't do but because it was so much easier like i said we didn't want to run out to walmart and again i agree with that part of it right i didn't want to run out to walmart so i said you know what i think we can do milk i think we can do it i think we can do yogurts right because my kids do a lot of milk yogurts so mm-hmm. i said i think we could do it and these ice packs were phenomenal so we ended up doing that i guess if you had like a yeti too or something like that one of the super awesome you know coolers that would also work as well but that was the the thing for us is that those special ice packs they they were great and that's how we get like the stuff like that down there and then i just have like i have some bags at home that i just take on vacation like i have a little uh i guess you would call it like a toiletry bag yep. i have one for disney because i would forget you know what else i forget that's not on this list that people haven't mentioned is like antibiotic cream like so if you get like a cut somewhere or you scrape your knee oh, yeah, yeah. right yeah. That's, that's expensive down there well and and that's the, again that's part of my like permanent disney packing stuff right like yeah the, actually yeah the things like moleskin the the antibiotic i've never used cream. moleskin um yeah it uh we we've had issues with that a couple of times it, it really does save your butt if uh you do start getting a blister the thing is you don't wait until you actually have the blister you can okay. use it beforehand but okay gotcha yeah if, i mean if uh if you struggle with that like some some of my family does have issues with their feet. You, mm-hmm. you got to pretty much assume you're taking moleskin with you. So. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I, and, and yeah, like I said, it's really, I guess everything that like, I, I guess it's the same kind of thing. We have a toiletry bag and then like I have, um, in one of, uh, we have a spare bedroom in the house and that's kind of like the designated Disney packing area. Mm-hmm. And I will like, I will unpack my suitcase and I will leave stuff in that room for like, yeah, for like almost a year and then I'll pack it up for, for the next go around. So I guess I like all that stuff that I leave in that room, I could effectively take that and put it in an owner's locker and then it would be the same thing. Right. So, yeah. So, I mean, that's our take on it. We really appreciate everyone writing into us. Um, you know, it really is nice to hear other people's opinions, especially about things that we don't use and we just kind of want to talk about. So, I mean, I think we really got some great information for the listeners. And again, I mean, I think our take on it is, is that for certain people, this is the best thing in the world. And I, I don't disagree with them. I mean, for, for people that like using this, I can see their point of view without a doubt. Without Absolutely. A doubt. And yeah, Char- again, the chargers the, the, was another good one. I, I, I happened to me once where I forgot a charger. Like that was not fun. Oh either. Yeah. That's yeah, expensive. I mean, yeah, the, the, all this, uh, all, all these emails that we got. I mean, it, just fantastic information that you guys gave us. Mm-hmm. Because again, you know, we we just don't think on on from this angle. So we, yeah, we really appreciate it. But I, I think we, we spent a long time 
talking yep. about owner's lockers. So why don't we move on to uh, the next one? So yeah. I'll, I'll take this one too. So this is about okay. baby care centers and it's from Allison. And actually this is, this is great because it's something I didn't even know. So uh, this is interesting. Hey guys, my name is Allison. I started listening to your podcast in June because we bought DVC at the end of May. I've enjoyed the DVC information so much and really liked listening. Thank you very much. Um, you can you can write us and tell us how you really like listening more when Tom's not here, but that's that's, that's fine. All right, yeah. I kid. I was listening to the episode about babies at Walt Disney World this morning and want to add some info about one of the best resources for parents of infants and toddlers in the parks, the baby care centers. <clears throat> we have we've been taking our son to Walt Disney World since he was five months old. He turned eight today. Happy birthday. I don't remember when this email came in, but happy belated birthday, probably. Yes. Yeah, this would have been last week. So, yes, okay. happy birthday. <laughs> and when he was young, the baby care centers were fantastic. Magic Kingdom, Epcot, Animal Kingdom, and <clears throat> Hollywood Studios each have one. The centers have a room with dim lighting and rocking chairs perfect to nurse, bottle, feed infants. In addition, they have changing tables and not the flimsy public restroom ones, but actual sturdy places to change your baby. <clears throat> they even have rolls of paper like the exam rooms at a doctor's office. There's a place for little ones to sit and watch Disney Junior. They also have toddler preschool-sized toilets in the bathrooms. They have baby food and other baby items for sale, and I think high chairs too. The Baby Center offers the opportunity for parents to take a place out of the chaos that can sometimes that can sometimes be the parks without leaving the park completely, so I thought they might be something you would <clears throat> want to share since you recently answered a question about taking infants to the parks. Looking forward to continuing to listen to the podcast and learn more DVC info as we prep for our first day as owners in May 2019. Awesome. Um, so we're planning to be there in June 2019, so keep the place warm for us. All right, so <laughs> this is what I would say. I'm upset I don't know about this. I don't know when this started, but this sounds like one of the best things ever. Now, it's not a DVC only thing, right? This is No. The, no, this is this is why a girl with anyone with kids. This? Yeah. Like I mean, my my daughter's 8 now and I feel like, man, I wish we had that cuz here's the thing that she didn't mention. I'm sure it's air conditioned. Mhm. Right? Oh, yes. That's, that's that's a big win. So, so I didn't even know about this. Uh, this sounds awesome, though. And again, I, I guess I'll have to know about it for my grandkids if it's still around because my kids are too old for this at this point. Yeah. And, and by the time we started taking our son, he was, he was past the point of needing this. I, the thing is, is I was aware that this was a thing because they have the same thing in Disneyland. And I know you don't like talking about Disneyland, <laughs> but, but it is there, too. And and, and yeah, it's, it's a great facility. Um uh, like I, I did look into it a little bit the first time we took our son because mm-hmm. he was kind of in that age where you know he was he was in training training pants and all that like yeah. like he wasn't quite out of diapers yet so we were I was aware of it but I never had to use it okay and and yeah the, the, from again from what's being described as you know it's a really nice place where you know you can step out of all the chaos and and you know especially for little ones you know it's very overwhelming going into yeah. Disney World, right? And like sometimes they just of... need a break. Yeah, and it yeah. is definitely like sensory and... overload, so a break is nice. But I, I have to address the Disneyland thing because we did actually get an email about that as well. Yes. Um, <laughs> so I, I just a little bit about Disneyland. So, you know, again, I've never been to Disneyland and I make fun of Disneyland, but in a, in a way that just is more kidding than anything. I plan on going to Disneyland and I'm sure it will be great when I get there. I just don't, in my head, think it's going to compare to Walt Disney World, so I kid about it. But that all being said, I don't hate Disneyland. Trevor may be right that he just don't care to talk about it, not (laughs) hate, but I don't care to talk about it because it's not in my agenda of things to do anytime soon. 
I'll I'll look at it the same way that I looked at um, the uh, the void for you. Is that I I knew you were gonna like it. Yeah. But I also knew you were you were skeptical, which is absolutely fair. And I feel you'll be the same way about Disneyland. It will have its own things that will appeal to you. I'm sure. Yeah. No, I'm yeah. sure. I mean, if I see <laughs> famous people there, then that will be more appealing to me. So. Yeah, there, there's there that go. too. But uh, yeah, it's it's definitely different, and and I think you'll you'll have a real hard time riding test track when you after you go to Disneyland. Oh yeah, it's better. Oh, because it's the cars one. Yeah, Radiator Springs Racers is like a hundred times better than Test Track, and I. But it, but is it better than <laughs> I, I mean, current Test Track or original Test Track? Both. And you've been to original Test Track? Yes, I have. I have been all right. on all incarnations of it, and Radiator Springs Racers is by and far the best version. It, it just again to me, it's the same ride. What do I care? Uh, it's not though. It, it, uh, it like I said, you, when you go, you'll you'll see it. It's different. It, it's this is four. Same, this is four years away, probably. Yeah, mind it, you, and it's that's the same. Yeah, it's the same type of ride, but it's not laid out the same as. Test and now, track. like, I don't even yeah. need Mater's thing because I got the you know silly alien saucers. <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we, yeah, I guess we, we kind of got off topic here, but yeah, we did. So, we did. Yeah, to to go back to the baby care centers is you know I sounds awesome. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm glad Allison brought that up because again you know we I think well we we have older kids and actually it's funny because Tom's not here and this is actually the one thing that Tom would probably find a lot of value in because he's most likely going to be using the baby care centers here for the next couple of years. Yep. And uh, so, yeah, maybe, maybe that's something uh, when he gets back, we'll have to let him know that, uh, you know, on his next trip, he has to do a little bit of recon for us on how these things are actually set up. Yeah. That would actually be interesting. Yeah. Cause it's uh, yeah, they're, they're, they're they're meant to be out of the way. They're meant to be somewhere where, you know, people don't notice them because they are supposed to be quiet, but then also because of that, I'm pretty sure we've all walked by them and have had no idea that they were in whichever location. Well, that's how I feel. That's how (laughs) I feel. Because, again, I I felt like I would have used these. So, all right. So we have some DVC info next. Yes, we do. Um, I guess, yeah, I'll take this one. uh, So DVC receives a timeshare license for the Riviera, finally. So on uh, July 17th, 2018, Disney received a timeshare license for the Florida from the Florida Department of Business and Professional Regulation to sell DVC points for the Disney Riviera Resort. Riviera will become the 15th resort, 15th DVC resort in the system and the 11th located at Walt Disney World. So uh, this allows Disney to sell a very large number of timeshare yeah. weeks, 17,391 to be exact. Uh, and that is the equivalent of 341 vacation homes. So that gives us a good idea of exactly how many uh, rooms will be available at the Riviera. Uh, although this tells us how many vacation homes they will have, we still don't know anything about the mix of the accommodations in, in the resort. So um, for those wondering what, what we're talking about, is that's the difference between uh, studios, one bedrooms, two bedrooms, which are all different sizes of of rooms and um so like a, a good the, the coup de gras right the three bedroom yeah. grand villa yeah yeah there there will there also may be those as well although biz speculation I on my side fancy. I, don't, I, I don't know if there's going to be three three bedrooms i oh, I, yeah. I have to wonder if they'll only go as high as two bedrooms at this resort because Why? it doesn't feel like it, it doesn't feel like there's um there's a catch like, like you know the, the other places that have the three bedrooms like it's like the polynesian the the bungalows right or the tree houses like it's it's kind of a special thing so well, I, I mean I f- you saying that 
the Riviera is not a special thing? Like, well, it, but it's just a building, though. I don't see, like, unless it's going to be like a penthouse type thing. I don't know. I mean, you're I, saying I, you I, don't, I just don't care for the theme? Well, I, I just don't understand it. It just doesn't seem. It, it, there's nothing exciting about it to me, or at least it nothing appeals to me. I guess is my issue with it. So, so I don't. <laughs> so I mean, is the is the Riviera more like? Is it going to be based on like Mexico Riviera? Like I mean, like what? Like that's the question, right? Like so when they say Riviera, right? Really, we're talking about a word that is the coastline. But yeah. like, are we talking about like the Riviera Maya, right? Like that that the one that exists in Mexico. I mean, are we talking about you know Riviera in you know Italy? Like, where are we talking? Like, what what do we mean by Riviera? Well, if, I mean, if I had to guess, because of the fact that um, the Riviera literally shares the same lake with uh, the Caribbean Beach Resort, mm-hmm. I'm thinking it'll be closer to like Mexico Riviera. Um, yeah, no, but, I would agree with that. I mean, I would love if we were talking about the Italian Riviera. That would be super awesome. But yes, I, right. I think I'll agree with you there. Um, I don't know. I mean, like w- when you talk about the Riviera, I think what you're talking about is fancy, right? I mean, if I was to make some sort of assumption. So when we're talking about fancy, why would there not be a three-bedroom fancy? Fair. I, I just, I've always felt that the three bedrooms always had more of a not just fancy, but also a theme to them, I guess. And, okay, and so, to me, I just don't see what the theme is here yet. So, so it give doesn't. me, give me one that I, all right, I'll give you the tree houses, right? I'll give you yep. the pollen, the, the Polynesian, but mm-hmm. what there, there are other three bedroom places, right? Like, is there, where, where are the other ones? And you know, honestly, I don't know because none of the other ones. Where the hell is Tom? To <laughs> yeah. Tom would know this. Um, um yeah, that that would be something that would be interesting. Well, the Floridian has them, right? Yes, you're right. Yeah, they do. So, so yeah. I kind of feel okay. like it, it's like that. I mean, so I, I don't know. I mean, that's that's kind of what I feel like. All right, so I, I have the list here. So Animal Kingdom's got them. Bay Lake Towers has them. And again, that's the same thing. Right? Like Bay Lake Towers has Grand Villas. So, I mean, what would be any different than that? I guess nothing, and I and I Copper Creek. I agree. Okay, it's Oak it's West. purely my perception of <laughs> of these resorts, right? Saratoga. I could keep going here, but go ahead. All right, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess I just like I said, I still just don't know what the Riviera is supposed to be. Kind of kind of the same question you asked: Is I like what theme is it supposed to be? What I mean, is it I guess to be like right. Yeah, I mean, I guess if we're talking about the the Mexican Riviera. I mean, it will be you know it will be fancy. I mean, you know, Riviera in general, no matter which one we're talking about, to me, you know, exudes fancy. And again, mm-hmm. you know, you'll be on the water, is my guess, right? Like obviously, so I mean, fancy water, and that, that's kind of what you know. I think we're we're gonna get. I mean, he, here's my thing: I'm actually excited for this. Because in general, I thought that the Caribbean was a place that I was going to love. And I didn't love it, but based on silly things, right? Like, you know, well, not silly to us when we were there, but like just distance to bus. (laughs) Yeah, like distance to bus is like a killer, right? We won't Mm -hmm. have that problem there. I like that sort of food, so I look for things like that. You know what I mean? Like, from that standpoint... I think I'm going to enjoy the Riviera. We're talking about it's going to be at a time where I probably will buy more points if I don't buy, um, you know, uh, 
Secondhand points. Gosh, why, why, help me out here, resale. Trevor. Resale. Thank you. <laughs> yes. um, if I don't buy resale points, I mean, it will probably be at the Riviera. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of excited about it in terms of just exuding some sort of fancy. I like okay. fancy. And, and and I guess to your point, as you've, as you've been laying out all those points, as I'm thinking about it now, is okay, fine. You get a three-bedroom there. Let's assume it's, you know, close to or top floor, like like right below the restaurant kind yep. of uh, place. You have a view of Epcot, so you know you can see the fireworks at Epcot from your mm-hmm. room. Um, you also have the uh, the Skyliner there as well. So you have a you have a you walk out of your. I Man, that sounds like, almost a, sounds like a bad thing. But go ahead. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually. I don't want a view of the, the Skyliner, Skyliner, but. Well, no, I'm 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 hoping that it'll be. Um, I don't know which cardinal directions they are, but I, I feel like the uh, I feel like the building is like south of uh, Epcot, so. So you'll have that northern view that'll be unobstructed, but then south of the building will be the Skyliner because mm. because the Skyliner is supposed to serve both the Riviera and Caribbean Beach. So I feel like it'll be in between those two resorts, which means it won't be obstructing your view of of Epcot. Yeah, yeah I mean, I mean, this is definitely interesting news. I mean, we're getting closer, right? And that's the big thing is that you know, getting closer to the next DVC, which is what yep. we all want. Yep, and yeah, I'll, I'll I'll be happy to see how they split them up. I kind of hope that, uh, I, I mean, I I'm out of studios, be... so I have to be selfish now, right? I'm out of studios. Yeah, I'm too cheap for two to three bedrooms. So I mean, give me as many one bedrooms as you can. Give me the five person staying one bedrooms. That that's the big deal. Give me some more of those special animal kingdom super point you know one bedrooms or no those are studio oh, those are five person studios aren't they yeah they are and, and i was I'll gonna those. say i take those I, yeah i i actually i want to make sure you know that yeah the like don't i don't want them to do this thing where you know there's only like you know 30 studios right and then the yeah. rest are all one and two bedrooms like again for me being a smaller family studios fit fit what i want so i would like to have the option of them and not have them be I like full work. i like having that full fridge though man i tell you i like having that full kitchen the the one bedroom. yeah yeah I've, I've stayed at a few hotel hotels where we've had a full kitchen and i i do get the point there it's just because that disney, saves me a ton yeah. of money disney like, i'm almost thinking uh, i'm bringing eggs next time eggs like, really <laughs> yeah like i think i'm gonna do eggs next time because that was another big thing my kids are big you know eggs in the morning and like you know, I would bring eggs because I could, but I would bring a pan and I just bring it back home again. Owner's locker, right? Back to that, but like I would just bring a pan and bring it home. That's me, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it feels okay. weird without Tom, and I think again, I'm going to say I think Tom stuck us with you know not a lot of like interesting stuff to talk about, but like not like super cool stuff to talk about. Well, no, I good informative I, I, stuff to talk about. I feel these are things that actually speak to him, like like the the baby center speaks yeah, more funny, to him like, than it does to us, right? Yeah, <laughs> so, a little um, bit more, a little bit more boring, though. I mean, but good information, um, but a little bit more boring. But that's yeah, well, well, let's talk about. Uh, I want to move on to talking about uh, the Halloween party because okay, but you know I, we're also not going to be an hour and a half without Tom here. But go ahead. No, that's that's true. Um, but so the Halloween party this year, I, I, I think it's kind of cool that uh, DVC is actually getting a member benefit for the Halloween party. It that sucks because awesome. I, I can't use it. Like this would have been awesome last year when we were going. It would have been because, awesome when I went too, trust me. Yeah. But uh, they're actually allowing uh, DVC members entry into the park at 2 p.m. on, uh, on uh, um, Halloween party days. So normally they only let people in at 4 p.m. if they have a ticket for 
for the party. But if you have your DVC member card, um, you can go in and you, so you have to have a ticket for the so party. So what time do they close the park to regular people? Uh, I believe it's 7. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it closes at 7 p.m. to everybody else. So that gives you like So, so how does this help hours. then though? So how does this help, right? So if people are already in the park anyway, but right? it basically so when do they you, when do they kick people out of the park that aren't part of the Halloween party at seven p.m. But but like I said, usually for everybody else, you can get in as early as four p.m. But if DVC you just members, have a ticket to Halloween party, only. yes, yeah. But DVC Man, members I mean, can get in at two. I get it, but like, yeah. am I really going to have a day where I don't have a ticket? Like, if I'm going to the Halloween party, I mean, am I really? You know, it was funny because I'm going to roundabout way about this, right? So the thing that you everyone realizes is is that you know adding one extra day onto your ticket is laughable. It's so you know minusculely priced in comparison to other things, right? So am I really going to have a day where I'm just not going to pony up to have a ticket so I can get in, you know, at two o'clock instead of four o'clock? Listen, benefits are benefits, and as I always say, I love benefits. So. I get it, but it's not a benefit to me. Like, I don't see that big of a benefit. This to me is, it's something definitely more for, I think, more local DVC people. Because there are people that, you know, are are local that have DVC points as well. And yeah, you know, if you're planning on going there for a day, it means you don't have to buy a park ticket. But you can still go and enjoy, you know. Don't you think local DVC people are probably annual pass holders too, though? Uh, not always. I mean, again, I like benefits, but, uh, I don't see it as a huge benefit and I'm sure there's going to be people that this uh, applies to, but in general, I'm not going to sit and wait till two o'clock. Anyway, I'm going to go do something else because it just, it's so cheap to get that extra day of tickets anyway. But if you really just, you know, if you're really not going to go to the park that day, then yeah, it is, it is, it is great. You see, and and for us, like we we do have um, days where we have downtime days where we don't actually plan on going to the park until like in into the afternoon. So but you still have tickets for those days. Hmm? You still have tickets for those days, though. Um, yeah, we do. But again, we're we're still not arriving until four o'clock in the afternoon. So I mean, for me, it would be a matter of you know if I was staying there for seven days, I would only have to pay for a six day, which again, you know, doesn't save you a ton of money, but. Extra ten bucks, maybe get a soda or something. Yeah, uh, I mean, it, I mean, for <laughs> right, you know, for the whole family, that's you know, we can buy an extra meal. Fifteen dollars, right? yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, I mean, um, like I said, that's I think that's an interesting you know perk and it's great. Again, I never turn away perks, even if they don't apply specifically to me. I don't see myself ever using something like this. I did not have a great time at the Halloween party. Uh, it was at super capacity. We waited in line for the dwarves. Then they shut it down, and we couldn't see the dwarves. And I waited like ninety minutes for nothing, probably oh. even two hours for nothing, and it was like brutal. So again, I did not have a great time at the Halloween party. I don't think we would do it again, but you never know. See, for us, it was like we. It was kind of the same thing for us because we went right after the hurricane, so it was it was a lot busier than it should have been. Mm-hmm. But our objectives were to see the Sanderson sisters and the parade. So Okay, and the parade the, was great. Yep. Yeah, and so the rest of the night was pretty much just, you know, rides and stuff. We didn't care so much about seeing the special characters because it was our first trip back, so we were already overloaded with stuff anyway. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, for me, just, you know, spending spending extra time at the park or getting in earlier 
if we didn't have the ticket. I, I, I appreciate the fact that they're going out of their way to try and do these kinds of things. Yeah, for their members, I, I so, definitely agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Like I said, I am not, you know, knocking it in terms of a benefit because all benefits are good benefits. I'm just, you know, for me, it's nothing that I would ever see myself using. All right. Well then, okay. How about this then? The next one? Yeah. Speaking of benefits. Oh, now this is a huge one. Yeah. Yeah. This is a huge one. Yeah. The DVC lounge is being extended through 2019, which I'm going in January, 2019. So thank goodness, because that place is awesome. I would say that, you know, Tom made a note here and and I don't know if there'd be anyone that would disagree. Should they make it permanent? Uh, Of course it should. And I'm even going to go out on, on a limb and say, if you need to raise my fees my yearly fees to make it permanent i'm okay with that that's how awesome this place is i think our last time was probably one of our best times so again you know you can actually sign out chargers there now right Mm -hmm. yep awesome right so i thought that was awesome we didn't need them but i still thought that was awesome they came around for snacks three times for us so i think that was absolutely great and the snacks are the, dude. The snacks are good. Like yeah, it's a good selection. It's like, a good selection. Plus the sodas. I mean, you can go to. Oh gosh, what it's 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 a club cool because again, club cool, yeah. Okay, because I always call it Mick Cools, and then my kids make fun of me because I always just think that's funny. But <laughs> I don't know why I call it that. I call things. I have my own Disney lingo. You, you think it's McDonald's? Or yeah, something. I call it Mick Cools, and they're like, dude, <laughs> it's not Mick Cools. And I'm always like, oh okay. Um, same thing like with we, we got we got an email about flight of the passage. Right versus mm-hmm. flight of passage, so I call flight of the passage. Okay, but anyway, I think this is a great benefit. <laughs> I think it's relaxing up there. We use it every time we go to Epcot, every single yep. time. Yeah, it's we stop there, and yeah, we realize it's super valuable to have on a hot day. And and I also like the fact that the soda machine there, like so, like Club Cool has all the like foreign different sodas. Yeah. Whereas the one in the in the uh, the lounge, it's just a Coke freestyle machine. So yep. you know you can get whatever flavor you want. And for me, you know, I I love the orange vanilla soda. So uh-huh. I just you know give me an IV of that and and let me yeah. sit on a on one of the uh, benches for a while. Yeah, I think last time it was pretty packed for us. I mean, we still got a seat, but it was raining pretty hard. So I can understand why it was packed. Again, it's a great place to get out of the rain if you're there. It's just a benefit, you know. My my one son has some. He's got some issues with his feet hurt after being at an amusement park. So it's funny because he can like walk around no problem, and he can run. He runs track, right? And there's no problems. But just the way that he walks, he kind of you know duck foots it a little bit when we're at mm-hmm. like the parks. So he always needs to like sit down. And he does not take off his shoes. Don't even send us hate mail. He does not take off his shoes in the lounge. He keeps <laughs> his shoes on. I am not that person, but. Just to sit down and not be on his feet is great for him to take a little break, and it always works out well for us. Plus, free snacks, like free snacks. Yeah. Like, there's cookies, there's chips, there's was there Twizzlers last time? Like, I want to say yeah, there was we, Twizzlers. We, like, yeah, my wife was she loves Twizzlers, so that she went right for those. <laughs> yeah, so I, I think it's a great benefit. I'd like to see another one. I'd like to see one at another park. So, I mean, if it was me. Give me one at Animal Kingdom. I don't know which park you would want it at, but I would take Animal Kingdom. I I agree. Animal Kingdom is by and far the hottest park there. Yeah. And because of all the the vegetation, right? They need somewhere that you can go and get out of the heat. And I think it would be nice, too, because I feel like I do a lot of my major eating at Animal Kingdom and Mm -hmm. Epcot. So, you know, sometimes after you eat, you're like, I can't really do a ride. Like, I need to, you know, take a little break. And I think that's a great spot to take a break. 
when you know you've put a full meal in let's put it that way yeah we uh, i think what we established last time is we we're gonna we're gonna kind of make this a tradition of we go to um garden grill in the land okay and we have the meal there we've never eaten there Ah, maybe we've eaten there once but i don't remember it if we did yeah it's it's the good like home style like they just bring you a big a big skillet full of like like beef and mashed potatoes and all that okay. kind of stuff right and then so yeah you do all that right and then you know you, you walk out of there and you walk over to the imagination pavilion and you just you know sit down and chill for a while while you digest your food so yeah i think like i said this is one that i don't think anyone really has any problem saying that they would like to keep around if anything we'd like to see a permanent and we'd love to see another one i i feel that Disney ha- or Disney Vacation Club has to do some negotiating with Disney as a whole to get it. Yeah, and I hope that you know they're hearing their members say yes, please, more of this. And mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, the, this should be permanent, and there should be more of them. I agree. But I agree. All yeah, right. Well, Next well, on the agenda, what do we got? Food, uh, right? Yeah, this one I I don't really. Uh, this is the one I told Tom he better add. I'm all about okay. this. Well, but I guess I'm I'm not a big fan of um, fried chicken. So, all right, I'm going to take this yeah, one go then for solo. It. All right, yeah, so this one's yours. <laughs> this this one's all mine. So, you know, Guy Fieri. Let me go back to what the rundown actually says because I was already at the menu. That I'm already hungry now. So, Chicken Guy opening at Disney Springs, right? I think it's it's a Guy Fieri, right? Yeah, it's, uh, it's his one of his restaurants. Yeah. Yep. So the the thing is, is that it's going to have all sorts of crazy sauces too so i mean it's gonna have signature sandwiches it's gonna have sauces it's gonna have you know a nice kids menu you got fries a fruit cup or applesauce like it's gonna have everything when it comes to chicken and here's the thing i love chicken right so like just looking at the signature sauces like you're gonna have your you know donkey sauce but wasabi honey dude like Mm. wasabi honey like i'm all about that um, as well as the the other classic sauces like uh, you know they're sweet and sour. I mean, there's, I mean, from what I'm seeing, there's a lot of sauces, right? A lot of sauces. And here's the thing: my daughter eats chicken fingers everywhere, right? We try to like, hey, you want to? No, chicken fingers, right? Even my you know one son you know would probably rather eat chicken fingers than than anything else. I mean, he's 12 at this point. I mean, he'll try other things, but. This place to me is just something that we all needed because just regular chicken fingers have become boring, even if the kids like them. This is, you know, special sort of sauces to make everything awesome because really when you're talking chicken fingers, you're talking about the sauce. There's also a mac and cheese, which sounds great because, again, it seems like, you know, that's another thing that would work great for them. I'm all about this. I really am. It's going to be something that we go to without a doubt, not even a question when we go to Disney Springs next time. And I think, again, I have to say, I am like, Disney Springs is its own park to me. It's its own food it is, park. Yeah. And, and I, I love it. I just love it. So I, I guess for me, the thing about this is that, so I'm in love with uh, the polite pig now because okay. I, I, I love pulled pork and all that. And the polite where pig I, was... Where I live, that's my life. Like that's right. why for and me, mm. so yeah, for me, we don't, we're not as fortunate up here to get that kind of stuff. So, mm. so, you know, going down there and having that there, um, th- this is competing with polite pig for my attention, I guess. And I okay. guess that's where I, 
yeah, and I guess kind of like you were saying, you know, it's chicken fingers. And so in, in my head I go, uh, okay, yeah, chicken fingers are kind of, you know, I settle on those when there's nothing else. And even my son is kind of the same way. Like he'll eat them only if there's nothing else on the menu that he wants to try. And he's actually getting more adventurous with that. So, so I think it's the sauces. Like okay. a sauce can make or break anything. And, and there's been some things recently that I've eaten where like I, I could just, the sauce was like it, you know what I mean? Like the sauce made something that I was just, Oh, you know, okay. Yeah. I'll eat that. That sounds good. Like into a wonderful, delightful meal. And I think that some of these sauces looking at them like, Man, oh man! Now the the question that I am going to have is right. So what does it say? Twenty two sauces? Is that what they say? Okay, so yeah. it reveals twenty two sauces. How are sauces going to work? Because here's the thing: there's no way that I go up there. All right, I'm going to have three chicken fingers and um, okay, you know how many sauces? So it looks like the two tenders has your choice of one signature sauce. Three tenders has two signature sauces. Five tenders again. Gives but you, you got to pick. Yeah, two signature Ooh. sauces, right? So that's where it's like, okay, what am I going to do so that I can get all these sauces? And I think that's great, right? Because I'm, I'm already looking at these sauces going, okay, you're telling me I got to pick two. Well, first of all, we're all going to order, right? All right, so there's five of us. I'm going to yeah, make everyone match, order right? that. So yeah. five times two, now all of a sudden I'm at 10 sauces. But man, I still got to pick sauces? Like, oof, even 10 sauces? Um, I'm going to go, I mean, because we have the link to what the sauces are. I'm going to give you my top 10 sauces here. I mean, I think the donkey <laughs> sauce, uh, donkey sauce, which is, you know, his signature sauce, obviously has to be on there for me. And right, I have to count on my fingers here. Wasabi honey is next. Not even a question. I don't know what special sauce is, but it seems like it's got to be on there. Chipotle ranch, definitely on there. All right. Bourbon brown sugar barbecue, 100% on there. Teriyaki, yes. Sweet and sour, yes. This avocado crema, like, I, yes. Like, all right, I'm only at eight. I mean, I think I got to go lemon pepper and I guess buffalo. I mean, that's my 10. I, and it's even like, that's hard for me. You know what I mean? There's going to be some arguing. That's the only thing. This place is going to create a lot of arguing of sauces. You see, for me, buffalo and blue cheese together is the winner. Okay, so you're just so, going both of those sauces. I, man, I feel yeah. like that's so passe, though. Like, well, I could uh, go to the neighborhood bar and do that. Yeah, it's it, it's a fallback, right? Like that. I will, I will. Again, well, that's something I will eat if. And, and again, that's how you're ruining this restaurant. Yes, that's yeah. what you're doing. You're, you're saying, <laughs> give me the chicken, you know, the chicken nuggets with the regular sauces, and that's all I want. And and yes, if you if you play it that route, well, I can see you fair, not being so excited. To be fair, I was also eyeing up the sriracha and the uh, the Nashville hot honey because wait, that's on this list. Yes, the hot and spicy further down. The hot and spicy further down. Oh, see now I just I just oh I do I missed that whole section. All right, <laughs> yes. well you know what now I'm now I'm all messed up. Now I need like ten more sauces. So yeah, yeah, I, I think sauce wise, and again like. For kids, I think this is great. I think this is great. Trying different sauces, all that sort of stuff. So it's where the it's over where the Coke store is located. I'm I'm good with this. I'm excited for this. I'll be honest with you. This is something I'm truly excited for, and I think my whole family is going to be excited for. So, okay. I mean, that, that's that's. Trevor totally does not fair. share my same enthusiasm, but that's okay. I, I guess, like I said, for me, there there's a lot more places down there that i'm i'm more interested in before i even get to this but i mean that's not to say 
like when we get down there, we 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 never go in, you know, specifically saying like this is where we're eating when we get to well, Disney Springs, right? You know, you kind of wander oh, around do. and oh and, no, we do. We know where we're uh, going. See, here's the other thing though. Look at the combo price. Not so bad, Disney wise. Not so where bad. Is it? It's um, up top. All right, okay. so I mean, I'm sure it could change. I'm sure it could be, but I mean, you get any sandwich or three tenders, fries, and a drink for you know. It seems bucks. like again, yeah. Don't hold us to that price because you know well, this is just being reported, um, and it could change by the time you listen to this episode. But that seems like okay. Like I could get some food. I could not get just crushed on pricing. Like I'm okay with that. I don't yeah, know. and I guess yeah. Really, usually it's the drinks that'll kill you, right? So yeah, yeah that's not, that's not a bad combo. Not so bad. So the next section is my section, right? Yep. Yay. Yes, so I'm going is. on vacation. So, uh, you know, we were kind of didn't know if we were going on this vacation or not, but now it seems that we are. So we are going to SeaWorld, Bush Gardens, Tampa, and Aquatica. So we're leaving on, so let's see, this will come out Monday and we're leaving that Saturday. So if you have any must-dos at any of those locations, please email us because I'd like to hear them. I was talking to somebody today that said something about some sort of otter show, but then I looked online and I didn't see it at SeaWorld. The only bummer is is I don't think Infinity Falls is going to be open, and that looks like what could be my new favorite ride of all time at SeaWorld, which is like this lift sort of, um, you know, it's like Cali River Rapids, but it lifts you. It's got like an elevator, up. right? Yeah, the, and it's, yeah. it's it's got a counterweight sort of situation with, and it takes you up pretty high. It looks awesome, but from what I understand, they're only in like I don't even think they. I haven't seen them run actual rafts down it yet. You know what I mean? Like they've just been messing with the the you know elevatorish portion of it. Um, so my guess is that it won't actually be open by the time we get there, which I'm super disappointed about. But my daughter's super happy because she does not like water rides that take you like that. She doesn't like Splash Mountain. She doesn't like that sort of stuff with drops. And this has the biggest drop of any of those type (laughs) of rides. So she was like, oh, please don't open. Oh, please don't open. So I think she may get her wish. Now, we haven't been there. My parents said they took me to SeaWorld when I was younger. I don't remember. So this will be a first time for our family to hit those three areas. So I'm super excited. You know, we have Bush Garden season passes. So for us, you know, this is great. At least three of us do. So, I mean, that makes it, you know, pretty easy for us to go and uh, ride some of the stuff and take a little quick vacation because we're going to be doing that. And then we're going to be heading over to Hilton Head, uh, not at the DVC one. We actually have my wife's family has a house uh, vacation home there. So we're going to be going there and doing that all that sort of stuff but that will be still interesting to talk about because at the end of the day there is a dvc resort there so i will definitely talk about food there yeah i was gonna say I, sure. I would assume there's some restaurants and stuff in that oh, area you'll be checking yeah, there's out, some, right? some, yeah and again we've been going there for 13 years now so oh, wow. we're pretty yeah we're we're like you know natives in terms of like vacationing there every year so yeah, we're, there are some new places that we're going to try this time. Again, I don't do seafood. My wife does, so we're a little boring in that regard. At least I am because there's a lot of places down there that probably have phenomenal seafood that, like, there's just nothing else there. And, you know, my kids don't eat seafood either. Uh, my oldest eats a little bit, but not enough that, like, you know, when the other two don't, it's tough to bring them there. So that's, like I said, that's next trip, though. But, so I'm actually, I think I told Tom I'm going to be missing... Might be missing at least one episode. Um, yeah. So it'll be you and Tom again. But yeah, again, you're so you're gone in two weeks, right? Yeah. So well, I'm going yeah. next Saturday to the SeaWorld Aquatica 
trip with uh, Tampa Bush Gardens, and then I'm going to be coming back for like two days, and then going to Hilton Head. Just you know, don't even ask. We we thought about driving right from from there from Disney to Hilton Head, but it's just I, I got to come home to do a few things first because my you know our dog will be you know at the boarding place and I want to come home and bring her home rather than having my parents. My parents are actually going to be joining us for SeaWorld, this little SeaWorld trip. And we're staying at the Gaylord Palms, which I don't know if anyone knows, but they have a a dual flow rider as well as like two new uh, slides that they opened up at the hotel. Now the Gaylord Palms is probably one of our favorite places to stay in Florida outside of DVC. So I'm excited to go back there, and they have the DreamWorks license, I think, still. So you get to see the DreamWorks characters, which again makes it feel very Disney-esque, and you know what I mean, like because but of that. Disney, and but not Disney. Disney, but not Disney. <laughs> yeah. So I'm excited about that. I, you know, I definitely will report back on that. But again, if anyone has any good information, you know, on Aquatica or SeaWorld or Tampa Bush Gardens, like helpful hints, please let me know. Please let me know. So, uh, all right. So it sounds like, yeah, you've, you've got a busy August coming up here. Um, we do. We do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's super exciting though. And yeah, I hope that, uh, I hope our listeners are, will be willing to, to put in some, uh, feedback for you before you go here. And, uh, yeah, yeah. it's going to be new for us. Like I said, I mean, you know, it's always good to get, you know, a couple bits of information that are helpful to at least start it. So, and we have a very small rumor section, don't we? We do. We've only got one rumor this week. But I think it's kind of a big one. It, you know what the thing is? It, it, Tom should have been here. That that's the problem. <laughs> what? Why do you think that? Um, because I don't care about this. Really? You, okay. So all right, I'll I'll get this one then. So so the rumor is is that uh, construction is beginning beginning on a replacement for illuminations. Um, and for those that, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows what Illuminations is at this point. It is the fireworks show at Epcot that has been running now for, I want to say 20 or 21 years. So, um, it's, it, it's looking kind of dated at this point. I honestly, I went, we went and saw it back in September because I hadn't seen it in like 10 years and, you know, we, we watched it and we enjoyed it, but, um, my son was, he was kind of, um, he wasn't excited. He he wasn't excited the same way I was. Like I was excited to you know share it with him and and to see it again and everything. But then as I was watching him and as I was watching it, I kind of realized that it is dated. It, it yeah. really is showing its age, and I I do think it needs some. It needs a replacement. It, it or well, not even necessarily a replacement, but it needs some upgrading. It needs to be brought into the twenty first century so to speak because okay. because like like the globe and everything it just like it, it the the images aren't very crisp when you know everything else we have now you know you've got like high definition projectors and and just a lot more technology available and it really shows with illuminations that the technology hasn't evolved with it so mm. so yeah i mean it i I'm not sad to see it go because I I feel that you know y- you can't you can't hold on to things forever it, it, because because it does need to eventually be upgraded it, like mm-hmm. things do eventually need to at least get get some polish and some improvement to them but if they're going to completely redo it as a new show I will be okay with that 
So I guess what's interesting is is that you know some people you know on the interwebs have commented that you know Illuminations though is the last show that you know they don't feel like it's selling them something or it's not promoting something for Disney. It's just the show to be the show at Epcot. So, really? Yeah, I, I wonder because I thought Rivers of Light wasn't supposed to be like it's. I don't know. Uh, I, I guess I have to actually watch Rivers of Light. I'm sorry. I, I haven't sat down and watched it because it's another show that doesn't seem interesting to me. Yeah, I didn't think it was interesting I mean, yeah. after seeing it. But anyway, but, so those sort of shows, I mean, I, yeah, I'm a nostalgic sort of guy. So, But the shows don't do it for me. You know, rides do it for me. Ellen, rest in peace, right? Like, you mm-hmm. know, but this to me, man, I, we didn't even stay for it last time. I mean, I had no interest. It's just, it's it's late. I'm already almost done with Epcot by that time. Because, again, the, the the great thing about Epcot and the bad thing about Epcot, the food is phenomenal. It really is. But it's you get huge. tired. The more food <laughs> that you eat, you get so tired. <laughs> you just get tired. So, yeah. I mean, I think that's what kind of did us in. And I'm always like, oh, Illuminations, no. I hate most shows anyway. I don't care. I'm going back to the hotel. Uh, so this to me, yeah, I mean – it doesn't matter. They could keep it going on for another 20 years. It wouldn't matter to me. I, I just hope that, you know, it is a show that truly fits with Epcot. You know, that's, that's the one thing that, you know, yes. I look forward to is, you know, making a show that fits in with, I guess what you're saying is the new Epcot. Like, here's, again, what this, what I don't want to see is I don't want to see a Guardians of the Galaxy Illuminations. Right, like that's what I don't want to see, and that's what I'm worried. And I think maybe some other people are worried about is that that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah, I get. Yeah, I, I guess now that I'm thinking about it, it's like you don't want to turn into you know the like like what is there like Frozen Nemo, Frozen uh, Nemo. Um, oh, you're gonna have Ratatouille, right? Yeah, I mean, Ratatouille. Some point, depending on how this fits into there, you know what I mean? Like that could be open. Mm-hmm. Who the heck knows? Although um, if they put Figment in, I would be okay with Figment. But. Well, because Figment's Figment's not like Fig, Figment's not selling you anything. Like Figment's yeah. not making you go watch a movie. Like you know, I mean, I guess he could, right? Because it's yeah, sponsored Figment, by Kodak. But, so, yep. I mean, so <laughs> I, I don't know. Figment just seems like more of a more of Self- a Disney thing than in anything. He's self-contained to Epcot too. Yeah, I mean, so. I think like, what if it's a Duffy show? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't hate Duffy to be honest with you. I know some people. My family hates Duffy. I, I don't. I, I don't. Do hate, I don't hate Duffy, man. It, I'm it okay just, with Duffy. Duffy just seems so generic to me. It just doesn't. It, it seems but like that's the, the whole least. point. He's a, he's a bear. Like he's a he's yeah. a teddy bear. Especially but, for the littler kids that may be scared about you know character meets. Duffy's Duffy, man. But you also he's go Winnie the Pooh, so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess so. I, I guess I could give you that. But, you know, the Winnie the Pooh ride is so scary. The kid's probably traumatized by the time in the Humphalumps. And, you know, he's like, I don't want to see Winnie the Pooh. But Duffy's cool. Duffy's chill. Like, Duffy's at Epcot. Like, you're safe at Epcot. Like, it's okay. Well, but Duffy's not even at Epcot anymore because... Oh, yeah. Where is Duffy? Just uh, in the other ones? Uh, uh, Alani and mostly in Tokyo now because apparently he has a big following yes. overseas. So. Yeah. Because Duffy's awesome. So. Yeah. But, I don't know, but yeah, as far yeah as far as stuff that they would put into the shows, you're, you're right. It, it, whatever they replace it with, it, it like I love Happily Ever After, and I love that Happily Ever After is like like it shows all of the different movies and mm-hmm. and all of that kind of stuff. But 
you're right. That's not Epcot. Epcot is supposed to be like like that's what Illuminations is. It's showing give me holograms and lasers. Yeah, yeah. World Showcase. You know, it's it's showing the nations and all that. I, I think if they just took that and updated it so that it just that the technology they were using, like the stuff on that barge, didn't look, you know, yeah. like like a like pixelated and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, again, they they could probably even go further and start using the uh, um, the projectors across the world showcase, so you get you know more of a three D thing going on where things are projected onto the buildings and stuff. Um, I, I could see them doing something like that. You're right. I hope that they don't don't just turn it into like yeah, like here's Guardians Frozen, of the Galaxy, and, and yeah, Frozen Guardians and of the Galaxy, Frozen, Ratatouille, and Nemo. Yeah. You know, Ratatouille, I feel like, is such an underrated movie. But you know, that's a whole other discussion. Honestly, I've never even watched it all the way through. Watched I it on just... the cruise and felt like, wow, this is actually better than I would have thought it was going to be. But again, the ride doesn't interest me so much because I've already seen it somewhere else. Not that I've personally seen it, but I've you know, seen it on the web. I like new stuff. I'm always about new things. So, Yeah. Uh, I'm uh, Again, I'm just excited because, the well, I mean, we're getting that new... Um, the, that new ride system with Ratatouille and with the um, Mickey's Runaway Railway. So yes. I guess it, it won't be exclusive to Ratatouille, but I'm I'm excited just to see that new technology coming to the park. So yeah, no, that will definitely yeah. be good. That's a ride that I'm looking forward to. So wow, we still we still were over an hour even without Tom. I find that very interesting. Well, because I, I feel that there was a lot of stuff to talk about and. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, I, I think the fact that, you know, our listeners had a lot of feedback for us on our last episode, yeah, I that think was that was good. great because it, it did give us a lot of things to, to address and, and yeah, it, I mean, if people want to keep, you know, bringing stuff yeah, up let me to know us, about, like I said, let me yeah. know about my trip, everybody. Let me know. And I, I said, I will have a report when I get back, which again, may not be next episode, maybe the episode after, but I will definitely have a report and we'll maybe even talk about Hilton Head a little bit. So all right, right we're wrapping wrap it up. up. Yep. Right. So let's see. Email address is welcomehomepodcast at gmail.com. Like I said, let us know if you have any questions, comments, concerns, don't like things Trevor said, you know, don't like things that I said, <laughs> whatever the case may be. You notice how I put Trevor first. But anyway, again, we always like more questions. It's always fun to talk with our listeners. So please send us those questions. Again, like us on our Facebook page. We feel like, you know, for the amount of people that interact with us, we'd love to have some more, you know, Facebook fans. It makes everything better for us. It you know keeps us interested in doing this and, and all those sort of things. Follow us on, you know, any other social media, but you know, Facebook's really our big one at Welcome Home Podcast. Uh, as well, please review us on iTunes. Actually, I've noticed that we have gotten some, you know, a few more reviews. Some of them are funny to me, um, just in general. People say like, th- "There's one out there that says, I don't know why I liked it." but I liked it one star. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to me, All that right. was, that was interesting, but you liked it. So how do you give us one star if you liked it, but you don't know why you liked it. You still liked it, even though you don't know why. Anyway, that being said, um, any review you can give us on iTunes, even if it's one as interesting as that is always helpful. So, I mean, at least us, you know, it'll give us a little bit more so we know what we can work on. Again, if you feel like there's something we can work on for the show in general, email us. You know, that's that's always another way to do it. Or send us a message on, you know, Facebook. Say, you know, we, we need more Tom back. I don't know. Whatever you want us to, you know, let us know. Yep. So that's what I have. So review, 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 Facebook, 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 and 
there we go. <laughs> yeah, Email and mail. email. <laughs> and as usual, I mean, uh, yeah, don't forget to subscribe to Welcome Home Podcast. So uh, every time that a new episode is released, you can be uh, you get the nice little notification pop up. Um, you can find the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music, uh, TuneIn, Stitcher, any other podcast apps that are available we should show up on there uh just a reminder to our listeners welcome home podcast is for entertainment only we are not employed by the walt disney company and as such all opinions expressed on the show are our own so please consult a dvc representative for more information if you do have any questions about things we talked about here today uh you can find damon as usual on uh bsckids.com bsckids.com yes we've been doing yep we've been doing some pretty good interviews I'm a big fan of Big City Greens. It's on Disney, and it's a great cartoon. Everyone should be watching. We just interviewed the lady that voices Tilly. So for all you animation guys, again, gals, that would like to find out more about Tilly, head over to the site. Awesome. And yeah, so uh, yeah, definitely check out Damon's stuff on there. And join us next time for more Disney Parks discussion and, of course, Disney Vacation Club talk. We hope to see you all real soon. The Voice of the Jungle, signing off from Welcome Home Podcast on the DVC. We do a huddle when we hit a chair. How she can cuddle is no man's affair. I looked around from pole to pole, found her in a sugar bowl. Mm-hmm.